0: and welcome. welcome to episode 47, God loves a trier, doesn't he? Episode 47 of the Playthrough Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Worthington, for the last time in probably a good while, because this is the final Dead Space 2 episode, and I'm here with the three amigos as usual. Say hello, Andy Gilmore. Hello. Say, I'm going to stop interrupting, Jim Middleton. Hello. Hello. <laughs>
1: Hello, Mads. Hi, mate. How are we doing? Fine, thanks. Good, good. All good. I just didn't know if that was an open-ended, how we doing. <laughs> it wasn't a rhetorical question. I thought it was question. just Mads who was getting asked how he was. someone says how you do. Yeah, how you might as well be quiet. quiet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ignorant sods. <laughs> so tonight we are here to open up some waffles, of course. And then we are going to talk about the DLC, the story DLC for Dead Space 2, because there was other DLC, there was multiplayer maps that were added after release, but we're not going to talk about that because from what I've been hearing and reading over the past few weeks, the multiplayer of Dead Space 2 was dead pretty much
1: immediately after launch. It's it's a Dead Space now, i tell you. (laughs) Well, I like what you did there. I I tried. I sat in there for like 20 (laughs) minutes. No one joined you. Trying to get again. Yeah, yeah,
0: no one joined
2: <laughs> me again. At least we didn't so, invite Mads to join us this time. Remember that yeah. that oh, fateful yes. Call of Duty session where yeah. we finally got <laughs> We sat there for about 45 minutes and then gave up. Yeah. I still feel I still feel bad about that. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about Dead Space's
0: multiplayer, but we are going to talk about the story DLC which which is called Severed. And we will get to that very shortly. But in time-honoured fashion, before we do that, how are we doing, Jim?
1: All good. What what waffles do you have to bring us, sir? Waffles. Uh, well, like I said, I tried the, the Dead Space multiplayer. Um, well, that, that's the that, end of that conversation, that, that isn't was it? to move on. Yeah, that was a non-starter. Um, we had Crash Live, didn't we, at the weekend? We certainly did. We crashed. Shall we dive into that quickly? Dive in dive in deep. So we got there, me and Andy got there on the Friday, didn't we? Uh, we yep. watched yeah, watched the football, um caught up with a with a couple of the guys, John John V? Yep. And Miss, Miss Yana, I, think, yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah,
2: Miss Yana, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve. Yeah, yeah. yeah Steve, yeah. Um, so is
1: he the guy just is he the guy who
0: was chatting to us on the Saturday night as well before we went to bed? yes tall guy. yes yes, yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. he's i didn't i knew his name was Stephen. i didn't realize that was Mitsuyama until a penny dropped the next day yeah Yeah. he's a top guy
2: really really nice yeah nice fella
1: yeah no it was good um and then yeah in the the morning we all sort of met up didn't we and uh, went over to the hotel was just across the road from from the event say over in Warsaw, and and off we went for a a day of eight bit micros there were some more arcades there as well um Jairus
2: had a Marvel vs. Capcom there. Yeah, they had an outro? Did I you play the Marvel vs. Capcom there. one? Sorry? I was saying, did you play Marvel vs. Capcom? No, I didn't play it, no. No? No? No. no.
1: I looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> so is that the one that you two were sitting down playing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I assume you weren't on the winning side, Jim. From Andy, I was once, slightly load the question.
1: I think maybe twice. Once, it was, maybe it was twice. twice. It was twice. Not, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Many a street, many a game of Street Fighter where I've never even taken around. So I'll, I'll take it. Small, <laughs> small wins. I'll take. Yeah, um, and then Saturday evening they had the uh, they had like a, few, a couple of clips, didn't they? One from the uh, bedrooms to billions uh, spectrum. DVD the keyed this, Wonder yeah. which has been out for a while, and then the upcoming uh, Rub would Wonder. Yeah, it was good.
0: A 45,
1: 50 minute clip
0: in the end, wasn't it? Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was good. Probably a good third of the film. I was just yeah, getting yeah. into it. It was a shame, actually, that it cut off at that point. It's 45 minutes into something you, you really want to see it through by that point. It was a shame we didn't get to see the rest of it.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: it was good. It was really yeah. That I was really impressed. I mean, their filmmaking, it' excellent. The Caulfields.
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's they, Tom Hutton. It. I can't wait for. Them. Can't it, wait for the. It, uh, in a way, of looking back on it, I'm kind of. I would have liked to have seen the whole thing, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because then you've yeah. got that initial that incentive to go and get it when it when it releases, aren't you? So.
2: Was that just yeah. through Kickstarter? I assume you'll be able to get a digital download of there. Site the others, or whatever yeah, the, the others
1: you can get a digital download. So
2: I did nice. guess it all. Well, you download can downloads. you can also
1: buy the physical off Amazon as well.
2: Oh, okay, right. With the others, okay, okay. Yeah, I've got them all on Blu Ray. Um, Amazon. I had a good look at it. Getting from uh, bedrooms to billions, and I think it's it's not available on Amazon anymore. I think um, ah, it's just yeah, digital, is it? At the for the moment, I think I don't know if there's maybe plans around that, or if it's sold out, or if it's now kind of hmm. getting hawked for big money. I'm not sure, but for the time being, it wasn't available. Hmm. It's very good. It's well worth it if you, it can,
0: is,
3: you, yeah. you can see it. It's, yeah. You've used, seen used, them used... having your mats. Once again? The Bedrooms to Billiams films. I've seen the, seen the seen first it? one, possibly the second one as well. I, I kickstarted back the first three, and I, I just while you were talking, it dawned on me, I've never downloaded the PlayStation Years' one. Uh, hopefully there's a link somewhere in my Kickstarter account that I can download it from, because I, I've yeah. never seen that. It's yeah. really good. It's really good. Yeah, it's I've went, not seen. They're that very one.
0: well researched and they're very well put together, and they do track down some some really good people. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And then but it's it was good. It was good. good. It was good catching up with everyone. Obviously, the guys from R A were there. Um, yeah, it was it was it was great. Chris Chris O'Regan was there from a, the Dean old Swain sausage was in factory. Spe- Dean Swain was in Specky Heaven, wasn't he? He was. Yes. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I I enjoyed... Um, so, obviously, like, the revivals are normally this. It's all sort of all consoles in it. And, but this one was more focused, which I, I quite liked. It sort of encouraged you to sort of look at things that you might otherwise just sort of skip past.
3: Yeah, like speckies. But, um,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very naughty. That was a bit rude, that lads. <laughs> but, yeah, I would. I'd walk past them if, uh, if there's a Mega Drive on the go or something like that, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll put my hand up and, and say I probably would skip past it. To, mm-hmm. Much to my uh, much to my shame. But i got to go on the, um, I'll just quickly shout out the uh, Jetpack DX game that's coming to the uh, yeah. Speccy Next. So I spent about 20, 30 minutes, I think, Andy, playing that. Yeah, yeah it was a good session. Yeah, Andy kindly held my beer for me. Um, yes. I, well, I went, and it was good. I enjoyed I'm that. I really look, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah.
0: The original remains one of my, certainly one of my favourite eight bit games. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, definitely, yeah. So very, very playable. I'm just looking for the. Um, well, it just made me think as well, though, with the next, and maybe I'm I'm looking in the wrong places. So if I am, like, you'll have to point me in the right direction and sort of educate me a little bit. But there was um, there was the game that that's just come out today, uh, Ringo on the Spectrum. Yeah. And it made me think when I saw that running, I, was, I don't know how they've got it running on a, on a 1 to 8K spec-y. Um But it just made me think at the moment, the Next has been out a while now, hasn't it? But I've not seen anything really pushing it in the, in the way that like the the Spectrum's getting pushed. And I know like yeah. obviously the Spectrum's been around a lot longer. But I just, I don't know, kind of thought maybe the Next would have been pushed a little bit more than it so maybe has the, been.
3: The Next, there's definitely... Uh an active community developing for it but Mm. to be honest I think they have killed the community by their whole next version 2 kickstarter thing that they've got running right now that's never going to be delivered and uh, they're pushing the hardware so that it actually already before we even really get started with the spectrum next they fragmented the scene so now now the Mm -hmm. version 2 has slightly more RAM and people will be designing for the version 1 or 2 and I mean, the way they've handled themselves the past couple of years, I just feel that maybe that has soured the scene for a lot of people. As for me, for certain.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really following, because I'm not a Kickstarter 2 backer, and I'm a little bit sort of sat in the corner reading my I'm Alright Jack magazine, because I've got my next. Yeah,
3: yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: So I'm not following too closely, but all, all I know is that there have been some significant delays and i know they're not alone in various hardware challenges oh no, but these
3: delays are from far before there were any problems no, in any hardware right yeah. i mean they yeah. they can't use that as, as an excuse they can do that uh, now of course yeah. that it becomes even more delayed but it was delayed for a year and a half before any chip shortages yeah. ever started yeah. It, so.
0: yeah i mean they've they've they're revising the hardware aren't they and i think there's a lot of people wondering why they're doing that
3: yeah
0: i mean the mr the mister can do what a next can. I mean, the next, yeah. is, it is a pretty... I, I still love the Specky next. I still love the way it looks and it, the way it feels. Mm. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, it is just an FPGA. Mm. Uh, and it's really only doing what the mister can do. The mister can, can simulate the next yeah. as if it's a next.
3: In, but it's in definitely in of, a very, very nice little case. With a oh, nice. It's became, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's stunning. Yeah. There's so much yeah. love it's a put into it. So it, it's a shame that... I mean, I would have loved if they just rolled another batch through the production with the exact same setup and everything and got the second version out there and then the scene would be much more alive but as it is now i've i mean i'm not following it a few people there there is
0: definitely a development scene so i don't know whether you've seen there was a guy there the company's called called cavern games yeah they made they made bikers which is which is really good Mm. yeah that Um, looked good yeah that looked nice and then you've got some team, you know, uh, Paul yep, Weller, yep. who was we interviewed on Retro Asylum a couple of years ago, yeah. he he's made at least one full game, and uh, well, at least two. He's done a text adventure. He's done the Grelox Contagion. Yep, yep. The only what I wonder though is that when the when when the homebrew scene is looking to make a game, I still think they gravitate back to the original Specky. Uh, it was yeah. interesting when we were listening to the talk from. Um, Clive Townsend, who made Saboteur. And someone in the audience, some of you guys heard it, because the audio quality wasn't great. That was the only downside of the weekend, actually, wasn't it? Is that on the interview, yeah. you
2: could barely... Yeah, get yeah it. it was a real shame, actually. Well,
0: someone in the audience asked Clive Townsend, would he consider making a Specky Next version of Saboteur? And he immediately defaulted to saying, well, I'd need to speak to Jim Bagley. So for those who don't know, we're dropping names around left, right and centre. Jim Bagley, won the famous... Uh, Spectrum coders for Ocean uh, and others, and he's still very much involved in the Spectrum Next team and very much still involved in coding for the Next. It and is it he still me involved, think, though? I'm not sure. Uh, well, he was flying the flag at
3: Play Expo earlier this year. Okay. I thought he'd yeah. uh, stopped his involvement with them. Okay.
0: Oh, well, well that may be the case. It, it may- was maybe definitely just a Blackpool Probably me. flying the flag. Okay. But it was interesting how Clive Townsend immediately said, well, I'd need to speak to Jim Bagley because I couldn't code it.
1: Hmm.
0: He said, I could do all the art and I could do the design and he can have all that, but he would need to code it. And it made me think, I wonder whether there's quite a few tight-knit community of people who actually know what they're doing in terms of coding.
1: Mm. And that's why... Or well, me, I don't know, maybe, obviously, I'm not I'm not a dev game dev. Maybe it's just not as straightforward as, um,
0: yeah, as, as everyone
1: initially thought it would be. I don't know.
0: I think the other problem with Speccy Next Games, and this is a rabbit hole that we can go down, it's probably one better better served for Retro Asylum, mm. but I, I think the other problem, and where I think it has had a bit of criticism, is that a lot of Speccy Next Games that have come out kind of had a that flash, 16-bit flash look to them. Yeah. And the ones that look great are the ones that look like Speccy Games, but souped-up Speccy Games, mm. almost like... Five hundred if you can imagine what a Specky five one two K would have felt like or yeah. a two five six K. Eliminating colour clash, really nice sprites with really nice colours. Mm. Yeah. But but the ones that I don't like are the ones that do look like those PD
1: Amiga games and Yeah, that, that I was I that first like first batch of games that came out that kind of had that. that I mean some of them there. do and 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 many of
0: them don't. And some of them do and they still play really well. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see someone visualize what Specy could have looked like in, say, 1996. Yeah. Uh, if if the Specky architecture had just evolved rather than being replaced by an Amiga. Because, I mean, you can find loads of those games on the Amiga.
3: I think I'd rather just see what looks like specky to 128K games with uh, regards to graphics, but without the Color Clash and then running faster, more frames <laughs> and all of that. Nobody likes yeah. Color Clash. If you say you like Color Clash, you're just being a- an obnoxious fanboy. Nobody likes a that situation. Charming, yeah. No, it isn't charming. It looks like shit.
0: <laughs> what, so, so you'd like to see some games like Driller running at more than three frames per
3: second? Exactly. G- give me games that look just like the old Specky games, but running 60 frames per second and being more yeah, controllable. Well, and, without yeah, original limitations. And, and that, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to see games that look like Amiga 500 games, because that's what no. you get if you envision the next Specky, I guess. That's not what I want. I want original Specky graphics, original Specky gameplay, just running better. Because yeah. we all know the Specky was horribly underpowered, of course, like all the 8-bits were back then. So let's get some Brilliant, brilliant, specky games with uh, vector graphics. It'll give me a Star Wars game where I can actually fly at uh, at sixty frames per second through the universe with that uh, that specky graphics. It would be six- great. Sixty rather than six. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sixty rather than two. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> there was a there was a good Star Wars game running at a Crash
2: Rogue Squadron. That's still, yeah. That still still holds up. Oh, there. we were saying like, that it was doing the candy on the GameCube. Yeah. On the GameCube, Yeah. 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 On yeah. the Game we went in and you were like from the far side of the room, it must have been what a 27 inch CRT, 25 inch CRT, 24 inch. It was a decent size CRT, it was running on, wasn't it? And Especially yeah. when you're sitting right in front, but you're practically at the cinema, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, but even from the far side of the room, you looked across it. it is just, it is such a good looking game to this day. It's just mm. yeah. silky smooth and the graphics are
3: phenomenal to this day. It was, when was on the the one of the N64 I, I, because that actually I, I still love that. That looks really good as well. Uh, there are two yeah. Star Wars games, but so one of them everybody plays. Which one is that? There was Shadows that. of the
2: Empire, and then I think was it, that, and it was, that was on the N64. That wasn't was the N64. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. The N64 yeah, games. Yeah. And then I think there was a Rogue Squadron game as well, wasn't there? there the, yeah, Rogue, it, was, it,
1: was, it was. Yeah, there was Rogue Squadron on the N64. Exactly. I, I love that version. Still, GameCube. still
2: very, very
3: playable to this day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They nailed they nailed that the the arcade shooter really well, didn't yeah. they? In those mm. uh Rogue Squadron games. But I, I yeah, it was all bit it was I still felt it was quite random. I've got no problem with modern games being out on display, but they were a bit at a specy event you just had in the far flung corners the odd PS
3: two and the odd game Yeah, game, It was a bit weird. Yeah. It was a bit There's funny. only so much Specky you can take for a day, so they need some yeah. I guess. <laughs>
0: Just
3: overdose on
0: Specky for a day. <laughs> but so, the, Jim, yeah. have, you been, have you been playing anything modern?
1: Uh, or middle-aged? Apart from Dead Space, not really. I had a quick blast on uh, Sonic Frontiers again. So uh, I'm right near the end of the first island on that. I kind of got sidetracked with, with Dead Space, so I played... Probably about four hours of it since since launch. I'm enjoying it. I know it's got it's um, it's like mixed reviews on it, but but I'm enjoying it. Uh, like I said before my my bar for for three D Sonic games is if I'm not yeah. falling through the uh, yeah through through the levels, then then it's going all right. And if not, I can control it, it's good. Yeah, yeah, and I and I do quite like the 3D um, sort of run into the into the distance, sort of you yeah. know camera behind you yeah. type type levels. Like, yeah. Those traditional 3D Sonic levels, I, I quite like them. Um, and, but I think the the map does mix it up a bit. The, the sort of main yeah. overworld mixes it up nicely. Feels a bit out of place. I would have preferred more of a sort of a more traditional. Type Sonic type map, but maybe that's you know what they were going for. Just something completely different to contrast against those three D, three D Sonic yeah. levels. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. Bit annoying. Some of the some of the missions on there, you kind of just want to run around and do these things, but you kind of got to keep yeah. going back to chat to characters to unlock another little yeah. bit, which it kind of grates on you a little bit. But the actual gameplay when you're not doing that is is good fun. It's a good
0: warm up for Red Dead Redemption.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: There's, there's a little bit of filler in that, but a lot of killer,
1: some filler. Yeah, and it's got fishing in it, so. it does. Oh, it, nice.
0: has pretty much everything
1: <laughs> in it. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me, mate.
0: Mance, have you
3: toasted any waffles? In the, it's only been seven days since we recorded. Yeah, so. yeah, I haven't done much. But one thing I, is that I, I did finish uh, Gato Roboto, and I remember we talked about that last time, and I was yeah. talking about how I didn't find it uh, that hard, and uh, that was uh, Hybris... Definitely, because uh, right when I got back to the game, it started being really, (laughs) really hard to getting past the the bosses. So uh, the last half of the game was actually quite tough. That'll teach you. Yeah, yeah. I I felt it
1: was always manageable, though. You could learn the patterns. Oh, yeah, yeah. But but
3: whereas I hardly died at all when I got through the first half, I would die 10, 15, 20 times trying to learn the patterns of a boss in in the Mm. last half. And that's um, how it should be, of course. So that was really... Really nice. I love that game. That was uh, really good. So, yeah. uh, thanks again, Martin, for that. Nice. Tom, I
0: definitely on my to
3: play list. That. Yeah, it's really good. It's, e- a, it's a everyone says good. Things. What is it? Four four hour game, something like that. Yeah, it's not long, um, and it's mm. brilliant for pick up and play on the on the Steam Deck. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good. No other waffles. No other waffles, mate. Sure.
1: Short, sweet.
3: Can I just jump back Everson in there? Tasty. On, See, the one awesome. on the one episode <laughs> yes. where we've got unlimited <laughs> waffles as I well. i chance.
1: Can I just? Donut Dodo came out today on the Switch as we record. I've seen you playing that on the oh, Switch. Oh yes, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick it up. So that Great was game.
0: previously Steam only, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's yeah. yeah. so worth picking up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You love it, don't you? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's a, it's a single screen platformer, um, yeah. arcade style platformer. I think sort of Donkey Kong that sort of that sort of style of platformer brilliant how much uh it's on sale at the moment for just over 3 quid it's like 350 oh, or
3: something like that <laughs> so it, it's kind of i like it but i need to try to play it with a with an arcade stick because i just find that kind of gameplay doesn't work at all with a controller in hand I, i've i've got it on steam and i've been playing it on the steam deck and on a pc with a controller it just doesn't work for me so i need to try it with a, an arcade stick at some point yeah,
1: it does feel a little bit... Is it the slippiness, do you think, yeah, of yeah. the character? Or, yeah, it's just,
3: yeah, it's just not nice playing that with a thumbstick at all. Mm. But I see there's a good game there, definitely. I just haven't even gotten past the... Uh, you need to complete a couple of levels on easy before you can open the normal ones, I think. And I haven't even done that yet because I just find it uncontrollable with a controller. Yeah.
1: So. It's good. Once you get it, I think I'm on... When I was playing it more when it came out on Steam, I think I made it up to like a third loop or something like that. But by that cool. point, it's absolutely nails. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
3: Oh, I'm nowhere near that good.
1: Oh, it's just practice. Just finding the loop, the route through the level, mm. which you then have to sort of adapt a little bit when the enemies get a bit quicker. Yeah. Or a lot quicker. <laughs> I'm <laughs> but definitely really
0: picking up if it's only three quid. I mean, less than a pint of beer. It's got to be worth picking up, hasn't it? Yeah. It's good fun. Yeah. It's really well made. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. But part
1: of yeah, sorry mate, yeah, that that is me now. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Andy G. Yo. Any waffles to serve up?
0: Anything, oh, anything Andy, else you want to say about Crash? <sighs> Any anything that are you going to be staying up till midnight to play a bit of Callisto Protocol?
2: Oh, that's too late for me, Chris. That's far too late for me and my old man ways. It's Get
0: your electric blanket on, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it,
2: where is it? Ride it out. It's, it's right here. It's got it right. Bit. So for the benefit of the listeners, I've been mocked roundly over the course of this week because I've got myself, a long last, an electric blanket. <laughs> 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 or an electric throw. And the worst, well, I think it's the best part. I can't tell you, the worst part is how much I love it. I've been uh, I've been singing its praises since it arrived here. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's uh, it works a treat as well. I was uh, I've I just been tucked away in the games for the last couple. Of days. The weather's been pretty grim up here. So say rather who lives at the highest longitude out of you and Mad Sandy? Is it longitude that cross one? Um, L- or is that latitude? Latitude, latitude yeah. We, I think we're pretty we, much. Mad is pretty much due east. I think I might even be slightly further north. Oh, Mads! Then he's be. he's if he's
0: got he's entitled to have his electric blanket if he's further north it, it, than you.
2: Yeah, it, 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 it's that extra fifty minutes north that makes all the difference. <laughs> it's a completely different climate that we're in here. So mm. it's mm. Uh, <laughs> like I'm at a stage of life where I just I gave up caring a long time ago to be honest. But even less so now. This is like the final defeat. So I think all, the only thing that's missing from my collection is I don't know if you've seen them. You sometimes get Them advertised in the back of like a Sunday Times magazine or something, you know, those supplements that you get, like the the velcro shoes and elasticated waist trousers and all that sort of oh my stuff. Oh, god, the yeah, uh, you ever seen those kind of like they're almost like a pair of like fleece lined boots, but they're they're almost like jointed, like a foot warmer, you know, like you tuck your feet into them. <laughs> so that that's the only other thing that I need to get is an electric fl- foot warmer and then I can put my electric blanket over the top of me and then I just like disappear for days on end just got a good good supply of biscuits and endless tea and then it'd just be like about like living in a retirement home does your <laughs> wife ever say to you you're such a catch <laughs> every day particularly when she walked in and saw me under my electric blanket she's like <laughs> She looked at me and I could, she had that look in her eyes. She just said, hey, Andrew, you are all man. I said, Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely do you know right. What?
1: Do you know what I got called last night? I got called an ick. <laughs> What's that? An ick. There's apparently something that, that you do. Yeah, you're giving you somebody the ick. you really unattractive to, to your partner. I'd never heard it until last night, but I was. So I was sort of looking through, um, I was signing up one of the boxes, right, with all my controllers and cables in, and I saw it, but it's like pretty dark, so I got a head torch on.
0: <laughs> in your house? In my house,
1: yeah. And Kate came in and she went, oh, ick. Because what's that? Is it an ick? That's it, an yeah. ick.
2: Just, just I take it disappointment. Being just sarcastic disappointment at the man you've become, or the man we've all yeah. become. Yeah, this yeah. Is it. it's what a ragtag bunch we are. <laughs> I did, I did buy my wife one as well. That so the old, she hasn't tried it yet, and that's the reason why she was making fun of me is because she doesn't realize how good they are. The minute she, she'll be, t- she'll be eating her words when she tries it out and realizes how good they are. She's missing <laughs> out. She is. Cheers. is plug it in yeah get it on that's it so that's well that has been the highlight of my week but outside of that <laughs> um good. no it was good i had a great time down at crash actually it was really nice as much from the the social perspective and i say the same thing every time is that you go down there with the intention to play all the games you don't normally get a chance to play have a look at some kit you don't normally get the chance to see in the flesh or whatever and that goes straight out the window within the first 10 minutes because yeah. you see a face you haven't, particularly over these last few years, you see a face you haven't seen for a wee while or whatever <laughs> and you just go straight over and you start chatting and that's that's you from that point onwards. The fact that the bar opens at 10 o'clock in the morning doesn't help matters either, I don't think. But yeah. it, it was just really good fun. And I think I'm actually really glad that it was so specky-focused because it was like, uh, I always feel like it was a kind of... Um, like a, almost a of a, a rebirth into the world of Spectrum for me. It was, uh, I'd said, way back in our pilot episode, obviously I had a, a 48, in a uh, plus two before I got my NES in 1990. And that was kind of, I just didn't look back from that point onwards. And it's actually the one kind of era or the one kind of, uh, platform that i've just never revisited and yeah. i always kind of really wondered why that was and i think had there been other stuff there this weekend i would have just got distracted by that and gone off and played that instead and just not really made the effort to to kind of look back through things but because that's all there was there it kind of really forced me to go back into it. and i think like it was became quite quickly apparent that i think it's more it's not it's not so much as a lack of nostalgia it's just that I'd almost forgotten the nostalgia that I had for it because I was yeah. that bit younger was when so I did yeah. and because I haven't revisited it and because I was just that wee bit younger as well but the uh, like one of my favourite parts of the day was there was a trade counter that had all the tape boxes out in baskets labelled A to Z and I probably pissed them off because I stood there for about 20 minutes and didn't buy anything, but um, I was just going through them. And just even when you were looking at the yeah. the names of all these games and occasionally picking one up to look at the cover or the back and see what the screenshots were like or whatever, I realised just how many of these games that I not only played but yeah. had owned. And Brings it all back. Yeah, a lot of it started to come back, actually. So I came away from there thinking kind of really feeling kind of reinvigorated and re-energised to start. And I think it's kind of... It, it's also arrived at a time quite nicely where kind of all my other consoles and access to other consoles I've I've kind of got that squared away to be honest because yeah. that's kind of what I've been prioritising over these last few years so I do have that wee bit of capacity to spend a bit more time looking into this and I think I'd mentioned
0: yes. a wee
2: while back um, that my father-in-law very kindly had given me an old uh, his old 48k so I've got that sat there to get set up so I was looking at getting get one it. of the SD get it fired up all this stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will. I'll get that set up and revisit some of all these games that uh, you know I, I would have spent. I think I, I worked it out. I think it must have been about. It would have been about three years that I owned a Spectrum for. So you know, a big part of my life, and it was what got me into it. It's what kind of start. You know, what planted the seed. And uh, get yeah. yourself a
0: Div MMC. Yes. Get yourself an SD card, and yeah. you can fit the entire twelve and a half thousand strong catalogue. And of Specky will. Games yep. on that little bit of plastic.
2: Yeah. Brilliant. Oh for sure, definitely. And then I've always it's there, I've got access to it. And it's just because a lot of the stuff I have is the more modern versions of stuff, you know, it's all the mini consoles I've got of the SNES, mm. the Mega Drive, the TurboGrafx, all that sort of stuff. It will be really nice to have one origin maybe to have my first one actually to have that as an original piece of hardware is the is the first computer or console that I ever actually played in my life, so it's quite nice to have one that'll, and if it costs a wee bit of money to keep it running and maintain it, like what you've had with your Vectrex there and stuff, Jim, then so be it if it's only one that ah, you're spending spec- the money on. Speckies it. are built like Volvos. Yeah, it will be interesting to see when I when I plug it in. But um, <laughs> My Vectrex is built like a Skoda, I think. <laughs> your Vectrex is, <laughs> is built like a Robin Reliant, unfortunately, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so really enjoyed that, and then outside say that, since I got Good. back, I have really just been, I was Quite keen to try and finish it off because I didn't manage it on the first playthrough of Dead Space. Is that I never got around to playing my finishing the new game plus. I think I got up to about yeah. chapter eight or something, and I didn't. I never actually finished it. And it, it bugs me. I would like to have gone back and yeah finished it off. So this time I thought I will actually try and get back through the new game plus. So I'd managed to get up to about chapter six i think i'd stopped at last night yeah, and then i, I had so, the yeah. kids were in nursery today and my wife was at work so i was like i'll just sit down and see how far i can get and ended up just rinsing through the rest of it because if anything i was really keen to revisit the end of the game i felt it deserved it. i felt given how much i'd enjoyed the first game and the, yeah. the majority of the second i thought you know what have i been too harsh on it and does it and I felt it had earned a second chance so I thought I'll play back through and in fairness, I'm very, very happy to admit when I'm wrong, and having played it through the second time, I can say unequivocally it's actually even worse than what I thought it was, so yeah, see ya. <laughs> 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 it was uh but I think I think maybe what didn't help was i think, and I think it was a, the perfect way to play the game, but I think because of where we put the stopping points in on the yeah. previous playthrough. I think we kind of almost just got thrown back into this part of the game. I think so. Whereas because I'd played it from chapter six onwards, that part of it actually formed a a far smaller part of the play than what it felt like. That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah, because we played it almost as one standalone chunk, didn't we? Yeah, Yeah. whereas in actuality, like chapter 13 is actually still really good. 12 and 13 are really good. It's really just 14 when you get that. And killable one that comes along, yeah. and then um, the even the final battle was actually more enjoyable. But it was good. I, I absolutely. I, I, it's probably you know. Having played it that second time, ninety percent of that game is still really, really good. It's just—I would yeah. say—it's just that final t- two missions. But I think now that you know, it was actually even worse when you knew what was happening, and I just charged through it, and it actually made it yeah. less enjoyable than what it did last time when I was sort of stopping and trying to fight my way through it in clear rooms. This he time, I just got through, legged it the whole way, and I was like, it almost didn't need to be there because because of how I was playing it. You thought this yeah. is actually a wee bit unnecessary, but um, and I think yeah. I think it was maybe. Was it Aaron Maupin, I think they commented on it in our Discord. Subsequently, there was a wee bit of chat about it as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I can confirm that that fight does the final boss fight does take place inside his mind, um, which so makes the whole thing. E- we- I can't work. It,
3: it. makes s- the
0: whole thing even worse.
3: Yeah, I still can't work it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This oh, is you're, it. You're, you're the in-house uh, expert now. You played it twice. You need to explain to us what the convergence is mm-hmm. and how on earth he destroyed the marker from within his own head. The game doesn't I and, cannot I was I was you honestly
2: I was get
1: eaten alive by necromorphs.
2: Yeah. I was trying at every point. There was a couple of points where you thought you were kinda of get onto it, particularly some of the stuff that Stross goes through as well. But each time it almost contradicted itself the game. And I, I just can't work out which universe this game is taking place in, whether it's you know well, I think it was actually <laughs> it's it was it um uh, Romero Sierra, yeah. I think uh, I think he yeah, commented on this. Yeah, I loved his comment. He was spot on. Yeah, he <laughs> said, <laughs> said basically in our Discord chat, I think you guys are overthinking this way too much. And I think he said, I
0: think you're thinking about this more than they
2: did. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it yeah. was. Yeah, 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 and brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very true. But uh, it was a really, really enjoyable. It's a great game to play on New Game Plus. I really enjoyed it, yeah. and uh, good. good to have seen it a second time also got an achievement for dismembering two and a half thousand necromorphs blimey (laughs) yeah i was quite pleased with that one that's a lot of necromorphs yeah that is a lot (laughs) well done thanks (laughs) big pat on the back yeah i shouted on my wife to come through and give me some praise under my electric blanket i just dismembered two and a half thousand necromorphs
0: (laughs) Mm. as i said such a catch.
2: Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Let it never be said otherwise. <laughs>
0: it will be interesting when we talk about Severed in a minute just to undoubtedly we're going to compare Severed to the main game and probably the end of the main game and I I'm I'm very much now of the opinion that it just comes down to taste yep. and what what you like. Um uh, but we can we can get into that in a minute. Um my waffles, so I've I've been spending over Sorry, past Chris. Couple of has been, been
3: spending too much time. There's no time for your waffles. Let's, uh... Well, I'm gonna
0: <laughs> I'm gonna cook up some waffles anyway. So <laughs> let me have my moment. Atari fiftieth anniversary is the new game club. We're gonna look at that yep. in the Retro Asylum game club for for December. So I've got a bit of a head start on that and fired it up a couple of days ago. Nice. You what cheat- an incredible. What an incredible love letter to the history of video games that package is. Have you, have you tried it yet, Matt?
3: No, I just I started it and I watched the first video. That's all I tried. Uh, I just wanted to see the, the, the documentary content. So I'm, I'm going to go through all of that before I even play something, I think.
0: Well, I'm just going to go through and play the games as and when I get them. Mm. As I'm going to get an arc, I am going to pour over every single square inch of that package. Mm. It's incredible the way they've done it, sort of with the, ti- the interactive timeline yep. that you can spare off. It's-
2: Did you buy it on Man. Switch, Chris?
0: Yeah, I got it on Switch, okay, yeah. Okay, cool.
2: And there's no difference between that and the disc versions in terms of all that content oh. it's got all the same. <laughs> Some frame rate drops, but other than <laughs> <Yes>. that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's not It's not made by Game Freak. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, you no, know, I think on PS4 and Xbox you obviously get trophies and achievements, but yeah. if you're into that kind of thing, but I think they're only on the new games, anyway. So I w- it's not like they've they've retrofitted a whole lot of achievements into Asteroids, for instance. Right. Um, so I don't, really don't think even if you're into that kind of thing, you're probably not missing out on much. But it's so good. I mean, having it to play it on the Switch in handheld mode as well is. That's how I wanted to play it. Yeah, I picked it up for the Switch as well. So I put Pong on last night because Pong is the first game that you get to because there's no playable build of uh, computer space. So Pong is the first game that you can actually play. Put it on. An hour and a half later, I had to tell the kids, you've got to go to bed (laughs) because they'd spent an hour and a half playing Pong. Each of the paddles is controlled by a Joy-Con. An hour and a half Nice. I was so proud of them playing a 1972 game, and I had to peel them off it. Yeah. And as soon as they got home from school, it's like, can we play Pong? Like, <laughs> no way. Listen to this. No yeah. way.
1: There's something there, isn't there?
3: Yeah, I the it's so playable. Years ago, when I was in Berlin with the kids, there's a computer game museum, Computerspieler Museum, and they had an old, old Pong machine standing there, yeah. an old original and I, I Amazing. couldn't get them away from it. They, they just loved that game. Standing with a yeah. spinner each, trying to, to control the, the paddles. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so pure. And
0: I, I don't know. Many, many words have been spoken about Pong, and, but, in just, it's just such a pure game. I, it's beautiful, you know. And, and there's some really nice museum footage about it as well. It's really, really good. I mm. can't recommend it. Enough. It's not even a full price release, mm. so it's thirty three quid yeah. brand new. It's, I mean, to say it's a bargain. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this time, yeah, I know in this in this day and age, thirty quid is a lot of money, but it for 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 anybody like us who who appreciates the history of the medium. Oh my god, it's incredible. It I
1: mean, and when you think there's there's Jag stuff on there that cost you more than that just to pick up a cup like a yeah. Jag title, you know yeah for
0: sure so, yeah. so over the course of the month over on Retro Asylum come and join us on Discord for the Retro Asylum and as well as playthrough um, we're going to be having a series of high score challenges and we've just set the first one it's going to be Tempest 2000 on the jack so for the first week of December there's going to be a Tempest 2000 high score challenge and then for every week there's going to be a different game from the collection so it's uh, not everyone's got the collection some people are going to emulate or play on original hardware mm. so that'll be fun in the Retro Asylum Super Metroid has started in the Retro Silent Community playthrough, and uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And I've been been playing more Mario and Rabbids, which is another absolute beaut of a, of a package. Again, if you're into your Mario, and uh, you've all seen the trailer, I'm sure, yesterday. So yes. some new Mario content yeah, yeah. coming up. I'm looking right. forward Actually, to it. I'm really looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah, I think it looks great. Uh but it's good. Sparks of Hope is again is really good. I mean, I don't know. Whether, I don't think any of you guys played Kingdom Battle, did you? Do you? No, no. Uh, um, changes it up. I, I played the first Mario
3: and. Yeah, I played, oh, you did. I played it. the first. Yeah, yeah I played loved the first
0: it. also. Yeah. Oh, you really should pick up Sparks of Hope then. Sparks of Hope changes it up the gameplay because there's no grid on the battlefield.
3: So Mario and rabbits, UFO, enemy unknown. Love it.
0: Yeah, it's honestly Mario. it's Sparks of Hope feels very different because on the battlefield, it's completely free form. Okay, so it does change up the gameplay.
3: No hexagonal grid. No, no grid. Okay. No. Mm. So it I, I love really the first one. I, I completely fell in love with it and finished it in no time because I couldn't put it down. Then I bought the oh, DLC and I've never tried that for some reason. The DLC is really good. The Donkey Kong DLC, is, yeah, exactly. it's good.
0: Okay. Yeah, this I mean, this is a much better game. You know, Each of okay. the worlds has things to do. Mm. There's d- many more puzzles and side quests and maybe a little bit more bloat, perhaps, but it's just, it's just generally a more interesting world to navigate. Mm. Music is incredible. Uh, well worth picking up. I'm 15 hours in now. I've just beaten the boss of the second of five worlds. And Rayman is going to be in the DLC next year. Oh,
1: okay. nice. They haven't Fair forgotten days.
0: about him then. So that'll be good. Yeah, I've just unlocked it. No, I won't say that. It's a spoiler. <laughs> uh, so I won't, I won't give anything away. But it's really good, and I would highly recommend people, people pick it up. I reckon it's going to be about 45 hours worth of game there. So that is now going to go on the back burner, obviously, because we're about to start Red Dead Redemption. Mm. So that is probably going to go on the back burner until I've reached the stopping point. For Life that. is going on the back burner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Although... As I said to you guys, I I put the disc in for the first time in 11 years into the Xbox 360 yesterday, and when I pressed on single-player, it immediately boosted me back into the game. I last switched it off on the 29th of March, 2011. That was my last save. 11 years, and the game just picked up like the last time I played it was yesterday. That's awesome. It was something really quite weird, but really emotional, almost, about yeah. 11 years ago, my life was very different. Yeah. You know, one one child, two parents, two brothers, and I haven't got many of those left now, so it's... Uh, well, I have got two, two children now, thankfully. Um, but it, life was so different. 11 years is a long time. Yeah. And yeah. yet, it could have been, according to the Xbox, it was yesterday. It was
2: really, really weird how it... It's a really nice feature how all this stuff is preserved when, you know, we always talk about physical versus digital and this sort of stuff, but to have all that stuff still tied to it and accessible, because that was obviously, so that was off, you were playing this on your original Xbox 360? Yes, it
0: was, yes, so it was still still the same machine,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still on Um, the same hard drive. So I
0: was 92% complete, I'd obviously rolled the credits, but 92% complete, and I think did Game time was about 37 hours. Yeah. So that's a barometer of if you want to do kind of main plus extras, you're probably looking between Were you? 30, um, 30, 30, were,
2: you were you a, a frolicker? Was Chris Oh, for sure. Did, were yeah. you a frolicker yeah. back then? Have you always been
0: a frolicker, have you? Absolutely. I would have skinned many, many. <laughs> probably took on a couple of bears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although, actually, you know, it isn't the most full of open worlds, is it? In No. Dead? No, I'm better for it. Um, um, so there's less bloat so I was reading one article yesterday it was talking about how how it really appreciated the silence of the world you know if you're riding from town to town it yeah. can feel quite empty as it should that's the game's at its best yeah in the frontier so I'm really looking forward to getting back into it it was a bit painful hitting new game and wiping that save do you not have to concurrently running oh, did you running. wipe it oh no yeah just overwrote it yeah okay, yeah. that's good man yeah. I like no, it. out with yeah. the old man that's it that's the way Move. to do it yep i'm moving on play it don't display I'm looking it forward to getting back into it right come on then enough of these waffles we've waffled on for 45
3: minutes that's more than enough that's going to be more Let's, than the actual content this time let, i think what you say Matt? i think that's going to be more than the actual content this time because we have three chapters of a dlc to to cover so you, you my my bet is we'll be done in 45 minutes
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just read the script. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I thought would be interesting, well, what I thought would be useful to do, actually, is just to give a very brief overview of who the characters are in Severed. Because you it picks up the story from kind of where Extraction left off plus two or three years. So the main character of Severed is Gabe Weller. Gabe is a security officer on the Sprawl, uh, and he is um, part of the, the team that is responding to, to what was going on and what we see in, in the main game. In extraction, he was initially on Aegis 7, and then you end up on extraction, you go from the Aegis 7 planet and you end up on the Ishimura. I think he was part of the security crew on the Ishimura. Uh, and you end up escaping the Ishimura with, with the other characters or with two of the other characters in Extraction. Lexine Murdoch, who is the... I don't want to call her a damsel in distress, but she kind of is, isn't she, in the DLC? Yes. She yeah. She's his wife in, in Severed. And she's the one who's been captured because she is a, a person of interest, a subject of interest. And we'll, we'll come on to a little bit more about what that means. The storyline, the story's... You know, for a short story in Severed, is, is reasonably good, uh, I thought. But in Extraction, she is the girlfriend of the character you initially play, a guy called Sam Caldwell. You only play him in the first chapter, and he ends up being killed in that first chapter. But he he's talking to Lexi, much like Gabe is, in Severed, over the holovid. And, yeah, that's his girlfriend. He's trying to get back to her. Over the course of Extraction she ends up clearly having a fling. Sam Sam gets killed. And she ends up clearly having a thing, or there's a big attraction there between Gabe and, and Lexine. Uh, there's, there's, another, there's another couple of characters in Extraction, a guy called Nathan McNeil, uh, who is a... Um, he's like a security detective. And there's a guy called Warren Eckard, who's the dodgy CEC executive slash uh, senior unitology member, who's the kind of good guy turned bad. Lexine, Nathan and Gabe end up escaping the Ishimura in extraction. And um, and we know, I think a little bit of retconning went on, but it turns out that Nathan McNeil died shortly after they escaped, leaving just Lexine and Gabe. And at the end of extraction, they escape and we don't know what happened to them. Well, now we do, because it turns out that they get married and she's pregnant. Lexine is pregnant. So when we pick up with Gabe... Uh, He's initially trying to rendezvous with his with his team, the rest of his security team in the mines on the sprawl or the beneath the sprawl uh, where we spent a little bit of time with with Isaac as well um, but it shortly all goes to pot and he ends up having to get to Lexine. but before we get into some of that detail, we pick up with Gabe. First impressions, this is the first time in more than two games that we've, if you've not played Extraction, that we've been in the shoes of a main character that isn't Isaac Clarke. Did it do enough to, I know this is only DLC, but did it feel different?
3: Well, the only thing that felt different was that I didn't have my plasma cutter. Yes. No.
2: Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. apart from
3: that, no, we didn't feel any different.
2: So you start with your pulse rifle and... Yeah. yeah, Is it a bolt rifle or something
0: like that? No, it's the the scope one, isn't it? The one that I used a lot. Seeker rifle. um, Seeker Seeker rifle, rifle. that's right.
3: exactly.
0: exactly. Slightly souped up pulse rifle. It isn't your bog standard pulse Mm. rifle. Uh, And I think when I say souped up, I think it has just got some upgrade... Yeah, no it's got about five in. or six notes in it already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, to give you a little bit of a head start. Yeah, I think the way the way you kind of feed your nodes throughout the DLC is reasonably good. It throws them at you really. It uh, yeah. gives you a chance to actually spend quite a few before you get to the end. it's Only two chapters long, mm. but yeah, you, you, know, you certainly end up being being able to uh, being able to to, to, to uh, enhance your weapons. Now, at the first store,
2: <laughs> who bought a plasma cutter? I sold no. everything and bought a plasma. Cut. I I started the playthrough. Do you know? What I thought we've talked about this, Mads, and we I about this every time. I thought I will try and role play it. This is obviously who he is. This is their standard yeah, issue equipment. Guys, yeah. So yeah. I'll stick with it. And I played it for about twenty five minutes, and I was just like, I don't like this. So I started again. <laughs> oh, no. Went straight to the store, sold everything took all the nodes out of the other one, brought up bought a plasma cutter and just piled it all into that. I was like,
3: oh yeah, now <laughs> no, I know where I'm at. Now we are talking. Now I'm home. It was pathetic. <laughs> so, yeah, I stuck with the two mm-hmm. rifles yet because I was role playing it, of course. So, uh yes. yeah. I wanted them to to use yeah, that equipment. So yeah, I started same. upgrading the the rifle as well that I hadn't used before. I quite kind of enjoyed that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm.
3: yeah. And Jim, you 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 resisted the temptation. I did. Just I to resisted
1: it. Stayed with the become same. Become Isaac Clark again. Yeah. So I, I played uh, with the rifle and the plasma core all the way through. The main game, so it was nice to 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 use a different weapon. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I did. I did exactly that. So I I stuck with the two rifles, and you pick up a flamethrower, don't you? Pretty early on yeah. as well. Yeah. It's actually the only time in the in the games that you actually pick up a weapon rather than a schematic and then have to buy it. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Some of the dead soldiers, isn't it?
0: it yeah. Very early on, yeah. so I stuck with those three and ended up pretty much maxing out the pulse rifle mm. over the course of the two chapters. And I put a couple of nodes into. I didn't touch my rake this time. Didn't touch stasis. No, I didn't. Put a couple of I nodes. I didn't into like the, the, the flamethrower though, so I
3: actually sold it just to buy a node instead. Did you? What the flamethrower? Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, like yeah. that weapon. It's, yeah, I don't know what's wrong but it just doesn't work for me. I, I like uh, I like the projectile weapons instead.
0: Yeah, I think what where I found the flamethrower useful, and I actually used it quite a lot, and it's, it, it kind of stunlocks the necromorphs. Okay. And I think the way to use it is you give them a very quick blast of flames. Yeah. It stunlocks them for a couple of seconds. It gives you time to change to one of your other weapons and uh, then take mm-hmm. them out. Yeah, it makes sense. So it's 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 really good to use in tandem with another weapon, but I think if you just used it on its own, you'd just burn through your ammo yeah. really quickly. Yeah. You know,
1: I like yeah. that instant feedback you get of using one of the other weapons, where you sort of you you know you take a limb off within a yeah, shot yeah. You know so what damage
0: really, you've done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is the problem with the flamethrower. Until they go down, you don't know how damaged they are.
2: Yeah, no. and it's got the an alternate fire. The that you can for. fire a whole canister at them as well. Is that right?
0: Yes, so yeah, it acts like almost like a grenade launcher. Okay,
2: yeah, does that do yeah, like pretty massive damage? Because i it's either in the DLC or in the main game. I've never played with a flamethrower. Yeah, I, do, I very rarely used it. In fact, right. I might not have used it
0: at all in the DLC. I did in the main game. Uh, yeah, just like exploded. It's like an incendiary grenade. Yeah, okay. it's quite cool. cool. Graphics are really good on the flames. Nice. Um, now we go. To the first real section of the the DLC is through the mines. Now, I did recognise some of the locations from... Because it wasn't that long ago when we played through this section in the main game. But I was reading on the, on the wiki. I'm rubbish at picking up on things like this. So we end up... The things we do here as Gabe, we end up having to undo as Isaac. And it was the same in Extraction. So in Extraction, the things that you do in Extraction, and maybe it's a bit more recognisable in Extraction, you, when you play... Dead Space 1, you undo the things that you did in Extraction, but you will have played Extraction after Dead Space 1 in a very similar way as this follows. You play this after you've played the main game. I am just really useless at noticing these things because although I recognise some of the mine locations, and I don't like the mines generally, although I recognise some of the mine locations, I don't really... I couldn't really recognise... The things I was doing are the things I was undoing later. Did you? Did anyone pick up on this?
1: I, I know what you're referring to. It's the, um, like the, the, the power banks. Exactly. You move That's the power exactly banks. It. But at the time, I didn't real. I knew I was in the same location that I'd been in previously with yeah. Isaac, but I didn't twig, or I'm undoing. I'm doing what I... Un, do you know what I mean? I didn't,
2: yeah. didn't make that, yeah, that connection no, I mean, at yeah. the time. It was no, much I'm glad I'm not here anyway. later, in the game because I guess, I'm trying to think of this logically, I guess the converse would be true as well, wouldn't it? In the sense that you could just as equally, Isaac, you could be undoing everything that Gabe's done. Because you're basically just swapping things back and forward, aren't you? There's a point later in the game where I think it was a point where I realised that this was taking place before you come through the game as Isaac. Yeah, it doesn't make it absolutely clear right right at the start, but you do get to, yeah. Yeah, and it's the point where you fight the tripod later on. Yes. That was the point at which I thought, right, so this must be taking place before we come through here as Isaac. And you get an announcement over the tannoy, don't you, at some point, where um,
1: Tiedemann says to eliminate uh, Isaac and Stross. Well yes, done.
0: Yeah, you've like you beautifully into the key into subjects. The, yeah. and, that's yeah. right. So that's that's what we as we're heading through the mines. Tiedemann comes on and says says to the security team, "Right, we're, we're basically we I think he says it's time to scrub the sprawl and we're going to eliminate all key subjects or mm-hmm. something. Uses some kind of lingo. Uh, and Isaac gets a message from his superior officer that there's a gunship nearby and we're going to use the gunship to go elsewhere on the on the sprawl. So so Isaac once he realizes his team is basically gone we see the last stand of one of his uh, team members uh, and then Isaac then is making his way through to this to this G- gunship. Gabe. Gabe. Sorry Gabe Freudian slip Gabe. <laughs> Gabe is making his way through to the to the gunship. It's probably the the, the, the standout set piece moment from chapter 1 uh, other than the end of chapter 1 it is, is the lift yeah. Uh, and the 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 lift drop. Um which was which was pretty cool. I wasn't expecting that to happen. No. Although every time I do get into a lift in Dead Space, I expect something is either going to jump out at me or yep. some drama is gonna happen. Um the lift is drops great great sound, great graphics as as usual. And we end up upside down again. Uh This is the bit. So this happens reasonably early on, probably halfway through chapter one. I'd got through the previous fight with very, very little health and I had no health packs. So I was a one-hit kill at this stage, upside down. And I was in that moment and I I ended up playing it on normal as well because we did talk about, Andy, I think you played casual, didn't you? Yeah. And the rest, Jim and Mad, did you play on normal? Yeah. 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 So I had no health. I had enough ammo. It was a one-hit kill situation whilst upside down. So I had to be absolutely perfect. I probably died about 12 times. <laughs> oh, <this bit. laughs> it was, here we go again. What did you guys make of being upside down again? It was slightly retreading old ground.
3: I... It was a very short battle. I mean, it was quite It was quite quick, it it's not a so... short battle if you die 12 times, no, I can tell you. if you don't you. die, which I didn't, it's a very short battle, so it's, I was glad that it didn't outstay its welcome because looking at it, I thought, ah, here we go again. But then it was just a short battle and it was over, so it was fine. Yeah. If they made it a long, drawn-out battle like they did in, the, in the, the actual game, I would probably have thought it would be a bit annoying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't
1: mind it. I was just enjoying being back in that environment and not in the government sector. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. the first time was a bit of a novelty. I quite enjoyed it. On when yeah. we played it in the main game, yeah. and then the second time, yeah, I don't. It wasn't a case of overusing it, but it didn't really have the same no. impact as what it would have done Not the first time round. No, but you knew what to do I at wonder, least. I wonder actually whether it gives you a bit of aiming help
0: because I mean, I you know, I, yeah, I did die a few times because it was literally a one hit kill. But it feels like it's easier to, to aim upside down than it should be.
2: I don't know. It's I mean, practice. Maybe I'm imagining Yeah, 12,
0: to, you'd had 11 attempts at it, so you got good. I did have a lot of attempts, and but I had to be literally perfect. So every yeah. single one of my shots had to count. Yeah. And there's one of the, um, the Exploders are there as well. Yeah. And if, obviously, when, uh, every time that got, got too close, <laughs> I just basically knew I was dead because yeah. that blows and you I'm can dead. can shoot it.
2: And, and if you don't yep. shoot it, it's going to explode anyway, so. Did, and I the animation
0: agree. is pretty gruesome because it just blows off his legs
2: when he dies and he ends up in <laughs>
0: half. And I've seen that many, many, many times. <laughs> so I wasn't in the best of moods getting through that <laughs> bit because it was a case of here we go again, kind of restart, restart, restart. It did get better. This did. It did. It's more positive. Um, we end up getting to the gunship. I don't know whether events Stop me, guys, if you've got anything to uh, to say before then. Um did have we bumped
1: into the new enemy yet? What new enemy? So I I didn't recognise a new necromorph. What does that but I have maybe seen it comes at the end of chapter one? So it's a, like I think it's called a twitcher. I see. I don't. I can't recognise this. What, so, what, what? so the first time you see him is, I think it might be chapter one, actually. Uh, Gabe comes through um, on the ground floor and is one of his companions up above with like a, a torch. Um, and he looks down and he says, oh, you've got to help me. And then Gabe says, oh, you've locked the door. You've locked the Yes, door that's in. right. So that's just before the lift. Yeah. yeah. He says, oh, you've locked us in. You go up, he, he, you hear him screaming, you go up. And there's like loads of like these explosives around. As you yep. get up to the top, he's turned. He turns into a, a twitcher, into a twitcher, and they're the ones that sort of, a little bit like a like like in the Last of Us, really. They sort of twitch a little bit, and then yeah, they sort of sprint towards you in like a really okay.
2: sort of jaggedy motion. And they've got almost like that miner's costume on it, or it looked to me like a wee bit like a miner's costume.
1: Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Didn't pick that uh, But yeah, they, just they just
2: got. On that note, where well, your mate's up there asking to get, and you can obviously hear him effectively getting torn I from know. Yes. Yeah, did you yeah, take, yeah. Did you take a very slow and methodical search of yes. the ground before you went oh, up? Yeah, I wondered how long that sequence was going to last for. It. And clearly, he just keeps screaming until you go up, and, um, yeah, and yeah, that, it. That, then yeah. it, it goes on to that next point. But it just, uh, so yeah, you let I, the
3: poor guy suffer.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, you know, you've got to get those credits, Mads. Yeah. Sure.
1: And if he's screaming, so he, then he's probably
0: too late anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was screaming for about 20 minutes, the poor sod. <laughs> but, yeah, the end. Yeah, you dig up. I'm just looking at it, actually, on the fandom wiki. It says here, resembles a slasher, but with larger talons, paler skin and thick, muscular bodies. Twitch is used at incredible speed to rapidly approach and slash foes with sharp talons located on each arm. Mm. Yeah,
1: it's... Yeah, but yeah, I, I didn't remember really... seeing it in in the um, in the first part in the main
0: game no apparently they initially appear in Severed and they are back in uh, Dead Space 3 I do remember um, some of the Necromorphs sprinting towards me but I thought the Slashers did that as well these guys are definitely these ones are quick mm. Mm. okay Yeah. notably quick okay uh, apparently there's a couple of new Necromorphs in the DLC um, but I uh, yeah I didn't recognise any of them while I was playing through so that's obviously one of them um, I think as we're making our way here to the gunship, we end up making our way to the entrance of the government sector, don't we? Did you notice the ramp leading up to the entrance hall? We went down that ramp in, and then you had those yep. two little rooms at, at the bottom. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: you may well have you may well have noticed that. So it's quite nice. I mean, I I quite like revisiting old areas. I was reading some of the reviews of severed. And some of them were complaining about, you know, the fact that you did revisit old areas, and we do it a lot. Chapter 2 is, is a basically a retread of the first chapter of the game, but in reverse. That's, that's I, what I, DLC I, is supposed I'm a bit to a, do.
3: Sorry? That's what DLC is supposed to do. It, it, it makes well, you so. feel right at home and then show you some of the old, uh, old locations but tell us a new story or the same story scene from a different perspective. I, I love that. Yeah
2: likewise I thought it was great and I I think probably not to put it on the same level as it having just played it twice because it's still just as good the second time around but it it had a similar feel in some respects to when we went back onto the Ishimura in the sense that we're kind of yeah, you're going back to a game and remembering and seeing all the bits and all the battles you had and remembering all the what what happened with each of those I really liked that and I think um, I would happily kind of I would have had more chapters of Seeing more more of the of the scenes from the original game, it's good when you revisit places. I like it.
0: Yep. I do as well. Yeah, I mean the game the game in reviews did get Sever did get a bit of stick for the fact that it does retread a lot of the same ground from the main game. But I agree. I mean in DLC, I think that's what you want. Yeah. And if you were coming at this months after you played the main game, I think that's exactly what you'd want. Yeah. You'd want it to feel kind of familiar.
2: Yeah, and I, I really like the idea of these two kind of the slightly alternate timelines just you know separated by by not much but a very significant some very significant events happened between the two the between the two timelines. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely. So when we get to the gunship at the entrance of the government sector, which is pretty much I think where um what's her face? Ellie got on the gunship and got sent away. I don't know whether it's exactly the same room, but it's definitely definitely in the vicinity. He gets fired upon. Gabe gets fired upon by his superior officer, whose name escapes me now. But from the helicopter, he's getting fired upon. Did you guys realize straight away that that's what was going on, that you were being attacked?
3: I think you do get some hints to that before it actually happens. So I wasn't surprised at that point, no.
0: And then there's loads
3: yeah. of uh,
1: explosive canisters. I was about to say,
3: that's what, that's what gave it away more yes. to me was that, uh,
2: yeah, is it that they're here for a reason? And there's like mm-hmm. one person to throw them out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's here as well. So it's Bartlett's superior officer. And Bartlett contacts him and says, Look, you know, I'm just following orders. I need to take you down. And he says, Your, your wife, Lexine, is one of the subjects under the termination order and he knows that Gabe would try and stop it and would try and rescue her if he was kept alive so that's why Gabe is being killed so Gabe finds out here that Lexine he doesn't he doesn't know why uh, i don't think he knows why um, but he finds out here that Lexine is being targeted she's a key mm. suspect so she's part of this oracle program which which again he doesn't know much about at this point uh, but that's why he's 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 been targeted in this
3: way so Gabe's been targeted um, I think this Nintendo is a rule of three here. His character is is uh, a huge part of why I was underwhelmed with this uh, DLC, uh, with the whole narrative, because he was so unrealistically inhuman. I mean, yeah. he, the way he talks about, uh, well, he says stuff like, uh, well, uh, I'm not like you. I actually know how to follow orders to a man who's, whose orders would be to kill your own wife. And, and uh, yeah later on when he taunts him that uh, he knows where she is and he's been listening in on the radio, which, uh, spoilers, he, he does later on. I, yeah. he's, so, mm. he's so badly acted and so inhumanely written that he becomes like this uh, comic character that, that just doesn't work. So so it, it just completely ruined the, the narrative. For I think it's definitely
2: one of the... Um, it, it probably shows how things... I've moved on so much, having played games like The Last of Us and The Last of Us Two, particularly. Mm-hmm. Is I always find it quite funny in some of these cutscenes. Is yeah. um, I was noticing on the playthrough of uh, the New Game Plus as well that sometimes there's obviously like the there's the in-game engine and then obviously there's the uh, the sort of the cinematic almost cinematic cutscenes. And it just it always seems quite it's got better, I think, at where we are now. But it's quite apparent in these ones just how jarring it is. Yeah, it'll, it be, away. it'll be yeah, it'll be all animated and it'll be you know, shouting at the top of their voice, all emotion, and then it's almost as though that's the end of the track, and then he just goes back <laughs> to, and he just goes back to standing <laughs> upright again, and, and then you just get back to getting on with your business, having just been <laughs> screaming down the uh, the intercom that you know, you're gonna I've gotta get you you bastard, you won't kill my wife. So like, right, okay, back to work, here we go. Do do do
0: yeah, there is definitely there is definitely that once it goes off script and yeah, his voice completely normalizes again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely something in that. You guys didn't have any trouble with the helicopter it goes down reasonably easily, doesn't it? Nintendo yeah. rule of three, three three canisters and it's down. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He then gets on. Uh, he gets on another gunship, and he's off now. He I think he makes contact with Lexine at this point, doesn't he, and says, "Look." They're after you. Um, Anything he says. Can you see any soldiers? They're after you, and I'm coming to get you. Um, She's in the psych ward. Yeah, she hides in the psych ward. She's in the hospital, isn't she? Mm. So she hides. She says, "I'm going to go and hide in the psych ward and wait for you." Um, Now this is interesting because this, at this point, when he's on the gunship, the game cuts away and then picks it back up when he arrives at the hospital wing. In Dead Space 2, there was no cuts; it was a single cut throughout the whole thing. So I thought this was—I mean, obviously, it's telling a more rapid story, or it's trying to. I mean, it doesn't. As Mads has said, I don't think it—I ca- don't think it fleshes out the characters terribly well, no. including Gabe. I mean, Gabe had a bit more personality for me because I knew him from Extraction. Um, but it's, it's trying to tell a story quite quickly. But I just thought it was interesting. You know, God of War gets a lot of credit for being a single cut game You know, and it, and it increases the immersion by being a single cut game. So it was Dead Space 2. It never cuts away. Yeah. But this does just in between the two chapters. Yeah. And different way of telling the story. So chapter 2 then. So let's talk about chapter 2. So the, basically chapter 2 is a retread of the first chapter in the main game. But we're coming at it from a from a, just the exact almost an exact reader not quite. It starts off in the area where we fought the tripod in the main game and you've got a, an encounter there with a brute from my from my perspective, and again this is sort of saying earlier about taste and what you like, walking around these corridors. now you fight a lot of necromorphs in this DLC a lot. It's constantly throwing necromorphs at you. I really enjoyed these two chapters and in particular this chapter because you never got those encounters where you were completely surrounded and they were coming at you from all angles and your only real option felt as if it was to just run round and keep away from them and just shoot when you can. It always always felt more deliberately paced, very, very linear, in very tight corridors and tight rooms most of the time, but although there were a lot of necromorphs, it felt—I wonder—not mean, easier or manageable. Just a little bit more authored in the way the necromorphs were being thrown at you. Yeah. And I certainly found the pacing of this kind of combat so much better than those wide-open combat arenas where they just swarm you from every single direction. I just enjoy that combat more when I can be more considered and more precise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. What you said there is the pacing. The pacing felt really good compared with those last couple of chapters. The the pacing pacing of the combat in in this. Yeah. And it does make a heck of a difference. Um, Yeah. And there was a little bit of exploration in this chapter. You know, you can sort of go off the beaten track a little bit. You can You can go in some rooms and there's like a peng statue in one Did you find that peng statue? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, so did
0: I. This reminds me. you mum missed it.
2: Yes. No, I got this one. Where is the one in the first game in Dead Space 2 where
0: you were talking about rerouting these pipes? So it's in the, you know, the solar array chapter? Yeah. It's in there. When you've unlocked the route to the solar array, yeah, you can shift that movable tunnel again, yeah, and it redirects it to a secret room. It's in uh, there.
2: It, it only so the, you're talking about what you're looking at. You've got the the sort of the ninety degree angle on the pipe, yeah, and then you can rotate it through ninety degrees to go to the next room. No, yeah, you have to go back into the other room. I did. And you have to,
0: and then you have to do something in the other room which unlocks a third. A third thing for and the pine. Never unlocked a third one. I spent a,
2: a, that. That probably took about twenty-five percent of my playtime on the new game. Plus, we trying to get that. <laughs> Why didn't part. you just look at a walkthrough? I, I don't know. It's not like I've got. An, it's not like I've got an inversion <laughs> to looking at walkthroughs. I don't know. I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> yeah. that, it is. It is there though. That's okay. what it is. Oh well, I missed. He didn't it. want to leave his electric blanket. Did he? Yeah, it's probably what it was. Yeah, it was too cold. <laughs> my phone was three feet away. I couldn't reach it. Yeah. What
0: do you think, Mads? Because you're obviously someone who did enjoy the the combat in the latter stage of the main game. How did you find it kind of comparing this? This is much more reminiscent of the early stages
3: of Dead Space 2 than than the the latter. I I like this better. Um, As you say, it's more authored, definitely, and less uh, frantic. But again, there wasn't that... uh, It was never... Even though it should have been more frantic because he should have really been in a hurry to get to, Mm -hmm. to save his wife it narratively didn't feel like you were being paced through the environment so it was more of a slow methodical uh, plot through the, uh, the environment there so it, it, it suited the suited the DLC just fine with this this kind of combat i liked it mm.
0: i do agree there's definitely a narrative dissonance going on there mm. about yeah he should be he should be hauling ass yeah should yeah. be through through these through these environments to get to Lexine, but he's not. <laughs> uh, certainly, the way I played him, he's yeah, not. He's yeah. sc- nope. crawling over every single nook and cranny to get those last credits. <laughs> yeah. well, I, yeah. I enjoy it, you know. I enjoy that pacing. I was playing through this, particularly this chapter two, thinking, "This is it. This is why I enjoyed Dead Space One so much, and why this is probably as much fun as I'd had in the game." Probably since about chapter seven of the of, of the main game.
2: Yeah. Seriously. This is seven. this this is this is peak Dead Space.
0: For me it's yeah. It doesn't get yeah.
2: I think if you were to in terms from a gameplay point of view, if you are particularly with Dead Space 2, if you were just to take the story out of it and not have any context and just play the levels These are some of my favourite levels in terms of the the way it plays, the way you encounter the necromorphs, Um, and like you say, it just feels more. I I kind of, I actually by the end of it, I actually quite enjoyed the break from the slightly more kind of supernatural element of Dead Space Two. You know the kind of the. The Nicole part, it almost started to become a bit of a distraction because it became a. Yeah, it's a bit more
0: grounded, isn't it?
2: Well, you yeah. just knew you were never going to understand it, or I was never going to understand it. And it almost no. became a, a slight distraction or frustration. Whereas on this one, it's a straightforward rescue yeah. mission. That's what you need yeah. to do. You're this guy, get to there, do that bit. Like, see, if you had no context between the two, you would just, particularly, like you say, with some of the way the enemies attack you in Dead Space 2, um, especially in some of the latter, kind of, as you see, more of these kind of arena type stages compared to this one. Yeah, uh, I I think this is this is the Dead Space gameplay at its best. Yeah. yeah, purely from a gameplay point of view. Yeah, what what the DLC doesn't have
0: is really a cast of compelling characters, or or, yeah. or, or any kind of really deep story. I mean, as you have said that, I, yeah, I and I completely agree, Andy. I welcomed the more down to earth, simple, straightforward story, but it, it doesn't it doesn't really have the space to flesh it out.
3: No, oh, exactly. I mean, the problem with me, I mean, I was uh, thoroughly underwhelmed by this DLC from start to finish. The pr- especially finished, by the way. We'll get to that. But uh, the problem was that these characters weren't fleshed out in any way, so I didn't care about them. Some of them were acted so badly and so like, yeah. over oh, the top that bad. it just, <laughs> just yeah. made me even more... Uh, well, I didn't regard the, the the story in any way. So no. the only thing was enjoying the mechanics a bit. And seeing as I just played through Dead Space 2, I wasn't hankering for a bit more Dead Space mechanics. I knew what they were about. I, I wanted I wanted a proper narrative. So maybe I would have liked it more if I had like a half year of Dead Space 2 and then this DLC yeah. would drop and I'd get back mm. in and say, hey, those are the old locations. And I, I remember this yeah. is about dismembering the necromorphs. But as it was, I thought this was dead boring. Yeah, and I do I do get
0: that. I, I can. I can definitely see where you're coming from because it doesn't have any zero G sections, nope. which ended up being quite good in the main Dead Space Two nope. game. Actually, yeah, broke yeah. up. You know, the moment to moment gunplay doesn't really have any big set pieces, particularly in the the second chapter, other than the f- the finale Not where a your mileage
3: there's, no, no, big re- there's fights, no puzzles. No big fights or anything really interesting. The no. end fight is boring as.
0: Beep. We let's I mean, get to we'll get to that in a minute.
3: <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute.
0: But but from on a moment to moment gameplay basis. Mm. You know, and I do I you know, I, I completely I completely understand where you're coming from when you say it was dull. But I I needed I and this is purely a personal thing. I needed to remind them why I enjoyed playing Dead Space in the first place.
3: Because I was for me, so th- this cold. was This was good, but it was nothing better than chapters 1 through 12. Yeah, but, they, they, yeah. they, but they were the I best parts see, of the
2: game Yeah, so it was always yeah. more of chapters 1 to 12 Rather than yeah, yeah. That's that slightly but, sour but taste of 13 14 good. Which, I mean,
3: it was good But it was never as good as getting through the crypts in. in the, <laughs> no, the first I, I just think it definitely like Getting back onto we, Ishimura or anything like that It was... No. It, was, it was junk food junk food dead yeah. Space to it was some good junk food levels it it went down ro- quite easily with a bit of soda and uh, no worries there but uh-huh. it it just uh, it was just filler and no killer for me no no narrative to follow along with and and i mean the levels were the levels but nothing special yeah
2: I, I just think after the finish of Dead Space 2 it was nice and I completely agree in the sense that you know it was a lot more like maybe some some mid game chapters, but it was nice to get back to those mid game chapters. And yeah. I also yeah. said on the last podcast Agreed. I thought the mid-game chapter was the mid-game chapters was the best part of Dead Space 2, so it was almost yeah. you, were, you were you were back into the best part of Dead Space 2.
3: Yeah. Definitely I, and I wholeheartedly agree yeah. with that because I whereas I did enjoy the last couple of chapters they weren't my favorites no <laughs> by yeah, a long yeah. shot so it was definitely good to get back to some some like like dead space dead space yeah
1: no, I, yeah i, I like I, that analogy yeah. matt because i when i when i when i finished the dlc i did, I thought yeah i enjoyed that but i'm ready i'm ready to move on from from this now i'm yeah. ready for something new
2: hmm. yeah
1: yeah you Struggle with
0: DLC generally, you know, even something like Horizon, which I, I absolutely adored that game. Even that, remember when we talked about the DLC to so that, felt a little bit like after the Lord's Mayor's Parade, didn't it? it yeah. You know, if it, it does feel like you're it feels like revival on a Sunday, you know, for anyone who goes to these <laughs> shows, <laughs> you know, it kind of feels like it's
2: yeah, it should have gone home
0: <laughs> a little bit, like. You know, this was seven quid when it came out, which you know, not a huge amount of money to some, but seven quid. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can get a lot for seven quid these days on Steam.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. You know, it it's a it for what it is. Yeah, I, it's a lot, but I I do DLC is weird. I I mean the one that's the one there's a couple that stand out They're like Minerva's then DLC for Bioshock Two. Uh, and the DLC for Dishonored as well is two that stands out in my mind as being wow like that was one and weird. two have
3: brilliant DLC campaigns. Yeah, I've not played two. No, I haven't it's either. But my daughter has played them so many times. Yeah, so I've seen her play them.
0: But DLC generally is is a little bit I don't know it is always just feels like... and maybe the way we play it it's it not ideal, is it? You know, if we just finish the main game and then you mm-hmm. go straight into it, but the it it was a little bit like Redemption for me this it was quite cathartic going back and playing some regular Dead Space some yeah. regular mechanical Dead Space
2: I wasn't happy didn't... with how we'd finished how I felt at the end of Dead Space 2 I, I didn't want to feel like no. that
0: no yeah I mean I got that feeling of being like yeah this is really good like I'm into it again I like the sound I like the graphics I like the moment to moment gameplay this is why I enjoyed this is why I chose Dead Space 2 as my pick but I do completely get it on the other end of the spectrum that if you'd enjoyed the latter part of Dead Space 2 or you really loved the whole game then yeah I this DLC would have felt like a little bit of a damn squib Yeah, but I for one am really glad that we've covered it because I feel like it has it's not changed my opinion on the main game but it has reminded me that there is some good here some good yeah let's get to the finale uh I'm interested to hear what Matt, why Mad didn't like it so much. I, I actually <laughs> all right. So we get to where uh, is on the is on the ship. Uh, she's ready to escape, uh, in typical Dead Space fashion. It's not quite ready. He has to get something online or something. or I can't quite ex- remember exactly what it was. He needs to do something before you can, uh, before you can you can fly away. And as he's doing it he's attacked by Bartlett is it Bartlett who attacks him yeah someone attacks him don't they I think, I think it's Bartlett it um, so, so, so Bartlett attacks him and it I, think, I thought it was pretty cool after a little bit of a QTE this Bartlett guy basically blows up a grenade in his face doesn't he which I thought was quite spectacular and when when Gabe comes round his helmet's been compromised it's got a big hole in the side of his helmet and he's and lost a leg.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He's lost a leg. It's pretty grim. So he's incapacitated on the floor, uh, and he says to Lexine, "Look, you need to go. I'm, I'm, I'm dying. I'm. You know, it's done for me. You need to go." I, I kind of contrasted this a little bit with him sending with Isaac sending away. Uh, Ellie, I don't want to reopen that kind of worms from from the main game, but <laughs> see to to my mind this made complete sense. this is his wife she's carrying his child he's mm. dying. I actually felt yeah I wouldn't say I felt emotional about this, but I felt emotionally invested in the moment in what he was trying to do yeah uh, I thought I had I a didn't... bit of weight
2: this scene I was uh, yeah. I was not I wasn't expecting him to end up in that situation. I thought. It was survivable, and then obviously when the grenade goes off and you see him without his legs, you think, "Well, that's it." I, that, that was actually a wee bit of a, a shock for me. That was a good twist.
0: Yeah, Matt,
3: what what was it? What 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 got you down about this? Well, it, it wasn't the narrative in itself. That was that was fine enough. He can die there, no worse. And of course, he needs to sacrifice <laughs> himself for his wife. It was quite. I wouldn't say it surprised me <laughs> in any way, any way, shape, or form. It was quite uh, run of the mill stuff but the 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 thing that annoyed me was that the final battle wasn't a final battle it was just a survive and shoot these four shields thing that was yeah. just so so boring because you you were lying there your leg was shut off you knew you were dying you had nothing to fight for except for like opening this door it it had no weight in there was no nothing nothing worth fighting for <laughs> it felt like and and then it was just this boring Standard battle. Oh, we're going to send lots of, lots of, of uh, regular necromorphs that you keep those at bay while you shoot for, well, locks or whatever. And, and, and the next stupid thing, all of these locks had panels in front of them. Mm. You couldn't pry them off with your uh, kinesthesizing at all. You had to wait. For one of them to fall off. Ah, this one fell off. I'm going to shoot that one now. Oh, there's got, probably going to be five more Necromorphs then. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, that one fell off. I'm going to shoot yeah. that one now. Oh, yeah. five Necromorphs. One, two, three, four, five. Hey, the third one fell off. <laughs> Look at that one yeah. It was just so bloody stupid. <laughs> so when they, when it was done, I was glad it was done. <laughs> I, w- I wish you'd been in the room of the design team when they brought that idea to your mads and you, <laughs> yeah. that, that was the exact response well, you'd given I mean, them. <laughs> there are panels in front of it. I've been playing this game for hours and hours. You can rip off panels with kinesis. Why can't I do that here? It's just stupid. Just stupid. Which side of the
1: fence do you fall on, Jim? Um What in terms of the actual fight? Yeah. I mean yeah it's a pretty underwhelming fight, isn't it? But I mean it's it's nowhere near as bad as um, as Halo Four does it, I suppose. Or the all the all the ends of the main game, in my opinion. Oh,
0: this!
3: I'd much so rather the main game the, ended the end like of this. The Main game. I mean, you you actually felt like there was a reason to be running away because you had this unbeatable enemy to run away from. But it meant the fi- I meant the actual
1: fight, the actual final boss.
3: Yeah, but at oh, least oh, well, at yeah. least
1: the final boss there was a bit of a. Climax there. I think the main problem is that these two characters, unless you've played Extraction, you've just got yeah. no attachment to them. Yeah, so that is this a problem, yeah, this sure. could big be a- sort of scene where you're doing all you can, you know, you're taking your last breath to to get uh, to get her out uh, to get to get Lexine out. It's supposed to be like this big sort of emotional scene, but there's just yeah. nothing there, is there? Because you've only no. just met met the characters if you've not played through Extraction. No, it,
0: it,
3: to be honest with you, it doesn't have a great deal more weight even when you play Distraction, I can tell you that.
0: Yeah. To um, make it
3: just that tad bit more stupid, he's opening a small metal door. She's in a bloody gunship.
1: <laughs> just shoot <laughs> the
3: thing yeah. down. Yeah. just shoot <laughs> the thing and get out of there. <laughs> oh, I've got to bring in the bleeps again.
0: <laughs> this game sorry, certainly does sorry. get us swearing. The... um. I, uh, it took me ages to work out that you actually had to blow <laughs> up the seals. So I died a couple of times just trying to shoot the necromorphs, and then I listened mm. to actually what he said, and he says, I'll destroy the seals. Mm. Uh, yeah. And when I did... So, but it still took me a while to work out where they are. So I ended up popping an achievement at the end of this. It's called, like, Remember the Alamo or something, where if you kill more than 60 necromorphs during this final stand... Okay. You get an achievement. So cool. by the, so I didn't notice the things falling off because by the time I'd worked out what I needed to do, all mm-hmm. of the covers had fallen off, so I just went around and popped all four of them, and it was job done. Oh, okay. Wow, if you hadn't
3: shot any by then, they, you would have been swarmed by enemies, I'm sure.
0: Oh, I was completely swarmed. Okay. I was taking them out left, right, and center, seeker <laughs> rifle everywhere. <laughs> nice. Because I'd, <laughs> I'd upgraded the seeker rifle, so mm. I was. it's one shot on a limb, even the elite necromorphs was just one shot to the leg, leg off, one shot to the arm.
3: So if you if you if so, your so aim Chuck is, Norris, got nothing on you. Well,
0: <laughs> I'd spent a lot of time struggling with this game, so actually, you know, my my aiming wasn't too bad at this point. So I was churning through them, and then i was thinking I'm running out of ammo. Mm. And then I re- and then I thought, oh look, what are those flashing things up there? I'll start shooting them. uh, But by that time, I must have killed about thirty
1: necromorphs. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, mate. Well done. (laughs) I will say, like the the DLC, it it throws how or it did for me anyway. uh, Health packs and uh, oh constantly, yeah, Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: so
0: much. I I was dropping them. I mean, I at one point I had about four large health packs, five mediums. But because I'd had such a traumatic experience at the main game, yeah. I was loathed to throw any of them away. Mm. Mm. I kept doubling back to the it store. G- yeah. but I, I yeah. it, it got it to, to that stage thing.
1: at one point where I'd got like one, you know, the very top bar was missing from my health. But because yeah. I got so many medium yeah, health packs, t- I was using <laughs> that just to... to but then filling up on another health
0: pack. You and know. you know the it's- annoying thing is, by the time you get to the final fight you're you because he's been so badly injured by the grenade, mm. his health is pretty minimal. If you pop a health pack, then your it will go up a little bit, but then it'll immediately go back down to one. Ah, okay. I didn't okay. even okay. think
3: to try. I didn't know. No,
0: so yeah. I must have had about twelve health packs of <laughs> like various sizes. <laughs> <laughs> pointless. Yeah. Couldn't use them. Yeah. <laughs> What a waste of time. Did you try just
3: using all of them to see if he grew his leg back off? Yeah.
1: That's, <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> general, right? It Comes but out as can... a little spike, a little claw <laughs> or something. <laughs> but you can
0: get it to where you can get him back to full health and then it just ticks back down again. Okay. Goes oh, back down go. to minimal. So, yeah. Well, look, there we go. We did it. We played through the DLC. I mean, I, I, I definitely... I'm not going to say that I enjoyed Dead Space 2 because I didn't, I clearly didn't but playing this DLC has it definitely has reminded me that there is is gameplay here that I do really like and although I'm still I'm no way, am I ready to play Dead Space 3 because I know that's more (laughs) action orientated it has made me think that I would like to have a look at that remake
2: Yeah, do it, do it I'll play it I'm with not, you. I'm not about
0: to pre-order it, but yeah, you know, mm. at some point I would like to play it for sure. And obviously, Dead Space Four, in in all but name, comes out tomorrow. Callisto mm. Protocol, yeah. which is comes out on the second of December, which is tomorrow yeah. at the time of
3: recording. So I definitely enjoyed playing through Dead Space Two, and I did I did like this DLC as well. It was it was fine. It was just a bit of a bit of junk food for me, but yeah. uh, great choice on game made. I've really enjoyed playing through it. And of course I played through the first one as well because I didn't play along with you guys on the on the pilot. So lots yeah. and lots of Dead Space uh, that I've been going through. So ready for something different now? Ready yeah. to put on my cowboy hat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys got a gym? Uh, got any closing thoughts? Anything you want to wrap up with on Dead Space? Are you are you ready to you would you fire up Dead Space three
1: tomorrow? No. Nice. No, I I, <laughs> I I have enjoyed my time with Dead Space 2, though overall, bar maybe that last chapter or maybe last two chapters, fourteen and fifteen of the main game, I enjoyed Ready the D. I enjoyed the DLC, um, and it was nice going back into those environments again. Where yeah, it, it just felt like proper proper Dead Space, you know. Yeah. As opposed to that that last that last sort of part. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I'm ready now to to jump on my horse and uh, get your lasso out and get the lasso out. Yeah, nice. And yeah, top choice, Chris. Top Thanks, choice. mate.
0: Andy, any any final closing
2: remarks? Summary. Really, just a summary of what we've covered. I mean, it has it's brought me back around to really really liking Dead Space as a as a franchise and this particular game as well. And like I say, I, I really I'm glad I played through the new game plus kind of on almost concurrently. Yeah, um, if only to remind myself that the bad part of Dead Space Two is actually quite a small, or it's a very small part of it. And I think when yeah. you kind of you play the game as a whole or in like a few longer sessions, it actually affects the game far less than um, than what I had it in my head as doing. So yeah. um, I enjoyed the yeah. DLC; it was good. It finished on a high. I'm I'm definitely a bit spaced out now. To be honest, it's um, that's enough of um, <laughs> in more ways than one. Yeah, that's enough of it for now. I will play Dead Space 3 without a doubt. I've got Callisto Protocol coming tomorrow. I've got Dead Space the remake pre-ordered for when that comes out. I think I'll take a break. I think what I might do is... I might wait for the remake and play that first, I think, and then play 3 and then Callisto or something like that. I'm not in a desperate rush to go and play any of them right now. I feel like we always talk about this each time that we go on to the we next game. We got a palate cleanser and... Yeah, I, I feel like I've had enough... Of dead space and it's make- and it's not because i think they're bad they're really good but you can have too much of a good thing so i'm yeah. ready to move on but i absolutely loved it and i think it was a compulsory pick to be honest if it hadn't been you i would have picked it or yeah, somebody would some have point, picked yeah, it yeah, we ha- yeah, we had yeah, to yeah, play yeah. it and, and i'm so glad that yeah. we have done there's a lot of good stuff in there it didn't top space dead space it didn't top dead space one for me i think that will still be up there as one of my all time favorites, which means I do have very high hopes for the remake. I hope they've got that right, because if they've effectively just kind of updated that for the 4k generation, then it could be pretty spectacular if they've kind of maintained the gameplay of the first, but maybe just polished out a few bits and bobs Um mm. So, yeah, we'll report back on that in due course. But thanks a million for picking this because, like I say, it saved me having to pick it and it meant I got to pick the next game anyway. So that was good. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Well, look, without
0: further ado, let's. Uh, I'll hand over to you so you can introduce our next game.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. Um, well, as I'm sure everybody knows by now, no great surprises here given it's been on the channel for a while. And how many months ago it was that we did our waffle episode but um in case you have been living in a cave we are going to be playing um 2010's release from rockstar red dead redemption so yeah. um full disclaimer i've played this game i think you've played it well you'd already said you've played it chris
0: 92.9 percent of it you've yeah. seen
3: bits of it mads or have you played all of it I haven't played any. I've never even, awesome. even tried it, but I've seen my daughter play You've some seen of the a wee bit. Okay, okay. And then Jim,
2: obviously, I know that you're coming in fresh, and yeah. I think from the Discord, there's a few other people. Um, yeah. It's unusual for me to pick a game that I've already played, given that there's so many out there that um, I haven't. I are pretty much compulsory picks, but this is the one game that really, up until playing The Last of Us Two, um, I thought pretty much a perfect story and did it in a way that I still think about it to this day. Here we are at the back at the start of this recording. We were talking about how that was 12 years ago. I actually looked on my Xbox achievements. Um the 29th of May 2010 was when I had uh like all my achievements popping up there. So you know, here we are 12 yeah. years later and there's still some parts of this game that haven't been beaten and I really, really want to revisit it. Um, I apologize it in advance because back when I picked this, this was available through the PS Now service, and I think it's subsequently been removed from that. So I, that's a, yeah, sadly. That's so really I think nice. it is yeah. now effectively kind of. So you get, obviously on PC, you can get it on the on PS Three. By it's fid- not on
0: PC. Was it never on PC? Was it? It never got a PC release.
2: Definitely not. I was reading. You I know. I had. I've never played it on PC, but I thought I'd seen on, that it was. Well, in case that case, now it's done even further. Then, but I know that most folk that listen, have got access to either PS3s or Xbox, which is great because you can obviously either through yeah. the um, as you'll do, Chris, your 360 Series X uh, or Xbox One, either physical copy or it is on the Microsoft Store. I had a quick look. Unfortunately, I think it's still twenty five pounds in the Microsoft store. If you buy is it the, really,
3: yeah, I was is just having a look today. Class, mate? Mm,
2: I no, don't think it class. is. No, um, so I, my, okay. I think you'd be sure, better buying not. a physical copy. To be honest, you'll probably pick mm. that up for next yeah. to nothing. Which I think I know a few people oh, have yeah. done in in preparation yep. anyway. Um, yeah, £6 in CEX for the 360 version. Is definitely. that right? Mm. Just make sure there's
1: a
3: map in the box. You need There's a yeah, there's a map exactly, that came yeah. included with it. I'm says... going to go find my box now to see if I have that map and, and then yeah. I'll send a picture to Jim I'd, just for fun. It's oh.
2: so funny. I'd, I'd completely <laughs> forgotten about that and it was only when, I think when we are done at Crash that Jim mentioned about did I have the map in my box? I said, like, oh, I don't know. I said, I've got the Game of the Year edition. I'll need to go back and have a look and then, right, enough, it is in there, so... Um, yeah, very, very, very nostalgic looking at that. Um <laughs> obviously I, there'll probably be some concern from some people understandably about maybe the size of the game and how much time might be required to 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 play along or to play through it. Um, Chris was saying obviously earlier on that he had you know a 90 plus percent completion rate at 37 hours. Um I think the one thing that's worth pointing out. And I'll try and guide us as much as possible while we go through it. Is that it is possible to actually play through it in effectively the minimum number yeah. of missions? There's effectively, 15, I there's reckon, a, about fifteen hours you could get through. It yeah, there's there's, through. there's effectively a critical path. Now, I don't want to put out any spoilers, but particularly for those who haven't played it before, but it's not a spoiler to say there's effectively kind of four. Um, there's effectively four parts to the game, and I'll leave it at that. And within that, the first one is going to be the big part because we are going to play up until the first stopping point is the potential for anywhere up to 25 missions. But you can do it, I think, in as little as nine, I think it is. Um, I'll talk about that very shortly. But big picture, so long as it's okay with you guys, I'd kind of penciled in five episodes for this. But it will very much be a case of playing it by ear as we work our way through the game. Um, This game is at its best when you just go off and explore. So I don't want to be overly prescriptive and try to say, do this, do that. If you want to kind of play it quickly, if you want the full experience, what I will do is that the nice thing is for each of these four parts of the game, they're basically, it effectively... there'll be a starting point it'll then scatter to the wind depending on what you do but it all ties back together with one mission that then moves you on to the next stage so yeah we, by by whatever means we will always end up back at that point before we move on to the on to the next episode so like I say we'll do the main game in four parts and then the fifth episode will be the, um, the DLC which is well worth playing and will definitely be an episode in itself like what Mads there was saying about examples of good and bad DLC, I think it's arguably probably one of the best self-contained experiences I think that there is in terms of DLC. and
0: Yeah, I didn't play the DLC. I
2: it's, feel like really, really it's really, really good. I seem to good. remember, I think you're probably like, I would need to check. But, you know, there's a there's a good number of single hours of play in it and but, yeah i think it was i remember reading it was about between kind of five and eight wasn't it yeah depending
3: on yeah, what yeah. So the, the dlc is that like a zombie outbreak in the west yeah or that's or called undead, undead, nightmare. Nightmare, yeah. Yeah. undead nightmare yeah
2: Nightmare. it's okay. really really good because like we were saying takes part in the exact same world same locations yeah. but it is a very very different story and a very fun story as well so we'll cover that yeah because
0: red dead redemption <laughs> i mean it is a great story but it, it takes it is a very serious story isn't it like it Takes itself quite seriously. It's brilliant, and it's you know my recollection is that it's really well written and really well acted. Yeah, but it, it, it yeah. I mean, it's not it's not something that you'll walk away whistling from.
2: <laughs> no, and I think it'll be quite a good contrast. We've been quite critical particularly on the DLC there of voice acting and kind of sometimes the lack of weight and lack of impact that comes with that. This game still holds up. In my memory, at least, of having some like it was in some exceptional voice acting, yeah, that really does have yeah. that impact, yeah. and it really kind of was the first game I played that kind of straddled the the line between a film and a game. Um, yeah, for sure. But with a lot of gameplay in there, so um, to give you an idea as to what we'll do, um, the game starts off in uh, in New Austin. That's not a spoiler; that you'll find that out within the opening scene. Um, there is any number of ways to do it. We are going to play up until um, there will be two missions. So if you want to do it in the minimum time, if that's what people... If there's somebody who is a bit pressed for time, one of the first characters we meet is a character called Bonnie McFarlane. If you just do nothing but her missions, that will get you to the checkpoint as in in the minimum number of missions. Um, But for those of you who want to go and kind of really get the full experience which I would totally recommend is just go off and explore see what comes your way if you get the opportunity to either do a side mission or if you meet somebody and something arises off that just go off and do it because the uh, I I think probably the way that we'll do the episodes it'll just be done I think what I'm hoping to do is just a more kind of conversational style there's too much game and there are too many too much content for us to go through it in a kind of a step-by-step playthrough. So I think what we'll do is we'll just really kind of focus on the main story points. But outside of that, we're really just going to chat about what we find, what we go up to. And hopefully that carries over into the Discord as well. So as you're playing through it, you know, let us know what you find. Let us know who you meet. Let us know what happens. And uh, we'll kind of piece it all together as we go through, because you can guarantee there'll be something or somebody that one of us finds or one of us misses that you might want to go back and have a look at. So just go off and enjoy it. Um, I would suggest probably, what are we now? This is the 1st of December as we're recording today. So I think probably we'll just play it by ear. I think we're going to need at least two weeks. Um, but I think the plan would be to play somewhere between two and three weeks worth of gameplay. This first section is definitely the biggest one. So we'll play it, see how we get on. We'll just judge it between discord and ourselves as to when we think it's going to be a good time record uh, to record. Well, I would hope to get the episode out before Christmas. So I think probably if we look to get it out kind of somewhere around the third week of December, if that works for you guys. Yeah, Sounds we need good. the playthrough Christmas party, don't
0: we? And yes, we might absolutely, as well, yeah. We might as well coincide. If we can squeeze in a recording before Christmas, yeah, do yeah. De- do um, Red Dead 1 slash the playthrough Christmas
2: party. That's it. So, like I said, go out and enjoy it. Um, by whatever means, when you arrive at a mission called the Assault on Fort Mercer, that is the penultimate mission. So if there's anything else that you then want to go and do or see before we reach the staging point, go off and do that because after that that leads into a mission called we shall be together in paradise and that's the point at which we're going to stop and do our recording but in the meantime the game is there to go and be enjoyed there's a whole a whole wide west out there to go and explore and that's when the game's at its best when you do so and
0: listen to the music
2: because I'll it listen has to everything
0: incredible yeah. licensed soundtrack yep from you'll recognize some of the tracks from spaghetti if you, if anyone has watched any of the main spaghetti westerns, you'll definitely recognise some of the
2: tracks. Yeah. Also. If I'm ever like just walking along by myself, I still just have that theme that little whistling tune in my head of just a picture yeah, I just picture tum I just picture tumbleweed blowing past. And it <laughs> is just it is is a proper earworm. So, um, it's so yeah, it's really good. I can't wait. I'm super excited to get
0: back into it. I really am. Yep. And I did complete Red Dead Revolver as well, which is uh which 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 was good fun, but it did give me the taste of being back in that Western world, man.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Can't um, wait. So yeah, but uh, it's not too oh, uh, completely separately removed from this world. So it's not uh, if you're inclined like Chris and I are as to playing things in chronological order. It's it's not in any way related to this story. So don't worry, you're not missing out if you don't play Red Dead Revolver beforehand.
0: No, uh-huh. and to, and to be honest, I mean Red Dead Revolver is pretty disposable. To be honest, it's good fun. Yeah, but it. Uh, yeah, it probably, it probably it gets a little bit annoying towards the end. Uh, it, yeah, if you, if if someone's got a spare six to eight hours, go and crack on and play it. But it it has nothing, absolutely zero to do with with Red Dead Redemption story wise. Mechanically, it is it is in some ways similar, but uh, no, don't feel as if you've got to play. Brilliant, mate. Well done. And all the key info will be on Discord, right?
2: So it will be, people, yep. So um, I'll unlock that channel down. very shortly. it will have all the stopping points. Um, if anybody's interested, so this, uh, effectively, this mission tree that I've got here that shows you all the different routes you can take through it, um, that's all available on the Red Dead fandom wiki. And a big shout out to all the guys and girls who maintain that because there's some fantastic resources on there. I'll be using that to guide us through, primarily because I've played it beforehand. So, um... I I would really discourage anybody from trying to sort of look up any spoilers or trying to kind of uh, plan a way through it. Just go and enjoy it. We'll keep you right where possible. And by all means, if you want a wee bit of guidance, pipe up in the Discord and we'll try and steer you in the right direction without giving you, um, without spoiling anything for you. Most deaf. There we go. Gentlemen.
0: Shout out to Jim.
1: Uh, just quick shout out to Martin, aka Deadlock for reminding us for the uh, website updates. I need to have a word with him to. See if like to I need re- to send him the latest one. Actually, well, I need to get him to remind me to update Facebook because I've just remembered these like the last two <laughs> <laughs> this and the last one I haven't put
3: on there yet. So yeah,
1: a shout out to, uh, to
3: Martin. Mads. Shout out to all of the guys on Discord as usual. It's uh, always a great place to to hang out. And uh, yeah, shout outs to uh, let's single out Morpin for he he always writes such insightful yeah, uh, notes about his playthroughs yeah. on this. Quite, I'm really really enjoy following yeah. along with that. Yeah. 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 Apart yeah, from that, shout yeah. outs to uh, well uh, Steve for doing our theme tune and uh, Dean Good for man. handling the covers and yeah. and all that. Yeah? Absolutely,
2: Andy. Um, I guess this time, as always, everybody who listens, everybody who plays, but in addition to that everybody who we caught up with and had a drink with last weekend at crash It was lovely to see folk in the flesh and we got some really, really nice feedback there from a couple of guys that are listening to our podcast as well. So thanks so much. It's like all these things. It's, um, you know, a few words means a huge amount to us and what we do. So, um, it was lovely to see everybody and, um, yeah, kind of hope you keep listening and keep enjoying uh, what we're doing.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. For me, firstly, you guys. I mean, you it goes <laughs> goes without saying that we we embrace these games that we play enthusiastically. But in it, it, some ways, it's not. You know, you guys haven't didn't choose to play Dead Space two, but you always bring ideas and enthusiasm and fun more than anything. You know, we try and have a laugh with these things. And although, you know, we we, we disagree on things normally. Some of us, mads. Occasionally, okay. it <laughs> <But>, uh, <mean? laughs> it's, it's done with love and humor and and thought, which is what we try to do. You know, we're not experts, we're a group of mates sitting down playing games. So, I'm very grateful to you guys for always embracing the games that I choose. Uh, and I know that we all try and do that with each other's games, anyway. Big shout out for the same reason for the Discord community, it's been absolutely brilliant listen, reading what, what they've thought of Dead Space 2 over the last few weeks particular Aaron Morpin who as I said because he lives in the states we normally get his messages by the time we wake up in the morning it's normally mm-hmm. a really nice thing to read as you're kind of having your cornflakes and your coffee in the morning so a massive thank you to them and finally a shout out to the dev game club podcast so we I exchanged some Twitter messages with with them from our playthrough account yesterday dev game club if you don't know is a is a Podcast that's very similar to ours, and it's very similar to ours because that is the format that inspired playthrough. In that they play through games in chunks. They're a, a couple of I hope they won't mind me calling them veteran now developers, mm-hmm. former former Lucas Arts, uh, and and one of them has been a Bungie, and they've worked on some of the biggest games that have ever been made. A guy called Brett Newville and a guy called Tim Longo. So a shout out to to Brett and Tim. They did say in the messages that they're going to give our pod a listen. Uh, I hope they do and it'll be really interesting if they if they listen to this guy so give us some feedback and let us know what you think as I said the format is very much inspired by what they do and if you don't listen to dev game club you really are missing out they've just concluded their show on their series on dead space one which oh, nice. is was obviously our pilot series yeah. which so it all comes kind of full circle so yeah dev game club if you're interested in that and you don't already listen but other than that that's it from Dead Space. That's it from me as a host for several months, no doubt, until the end of <laughs> the
2: yes. season. You're relieved until 2025. Or whatever it is, my
0: Edison <laughs> duties will cease. No, I've enjoyed it, guys. And until next time, see you on the prairie.